The bids are in. The gavels drop. Ladies and gentlemen, here wine bid. We're finally hammered. That's right. This is Wine Bids podcast, dedicated to all things wine value, wine auctions, wine retail, and just wine. Well, you say that with a question. Um, my name is Jeff McGurn. I'm on Wine Bids marketing team. With me, as always, is the Emperor of Enophiles, Paul Walker, our <laughs> wine expert. Welcome to the podcast again, Paul. I probably should probably stop welcoming you because you it's your podcast too, basically. So <laughs> thanks for having me yet again. We you know this you just keep bringing me back. Every- I do. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't either. I'm not an expert, and I don't know why you keep bringing me no, back. But, no, well, yeah. it's because no, it's because you're an expert. It's because you're an expert. But well, maybe in your as long as it's in your eyes, that's that's we're look, we we're gonna jump right into our wine auction. Um uh, okay, I didn't know what we were talking about here. So thanks for yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about some places where we saw a lot of action in the auction. I'm gonna stop start off with, and again, I mean, this is this is sort of I think becoming a common theme recently. There's a lot of action at sort of that sub one hundred dollar end of the market, sometimes even lower. We had a bunch of bids. We saw some movement on 2018 Walter Scott Bacocho Pinot Noir. Eleven bids. Let me check the spelling on that so that you're not. Bacocho. Upsetting a bunch of people by... Yeah, check the spelling one. But started at 55, ends up hammering at right around $65 a piece. So you're seeing some movement uh, even on some more recent Californian Pinot Noir. Um, well, yeah, well, 12 bottles too. So, so you know, there was a lot of activity, a lot of bidders. Looks like there were 32 trackers on that. Yes. One item. So a lot of people watching that. I think, interesting, I don't know that vineyard designation... This is, I wonder if it's a limited bottling from the winery too. And also got a massive score from the advocates. So yeah, that's not surprising actually. Another one that I think was super interesting is this 07 Augusti Torello Mata. Yeah, this was, this was on my list. Tava. This was on my list. This crazy looking, what's it called? Bowling Tava? pin bottle. Did you, did you see the picture of it? Yeah. How? <laughs> it's a bowling yeah. pin. How does one store it on its side? Like you store wine. I don't know if you store wine on its side, Jeff, but that's I did. well, I'm do. just saying like, or like, that's like, what most people do when you, you know, pour, it's meant I to guess, be I guess like before, inserted into a big bucket of ice. I mean, this is how it works. And, you know, in, in, in finer establishments, well, you, you know, you, a bunch of ice and you put it in the ice. No, it is silly. You're right. You can't stand it up on a table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Finally, I mean, look, it started at 45. It went to 110 based on purely off of the bottle shape. Apparently, it just seems like it might be a bit of a pain. Look, and maybe it's just because I don't go to fine dining establishments like you. Like, I can't afford to visit the Olive Garden once a month like like Paul does. Okay, so so yeah, that like, would be like, very like, interesting to find an 07 rare cava on the Olive Garden. Uh, you never know. Why, you why never know. They, the, it fits perfectly in between the fiascos of Chianti is why. Um, it's, I mean, for anyone listening, for the robots that are listening, this bottle, it really does look exactly like a bowling pin. It's, it does look exactly like it's round. It's round. Yeah, it's like, rounded round base. It, it, it doesn't really even have a base. Like it's just round at the, at the base. It's just it. round at the bottom. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, Look, whatever. I'd be interested in trying. I mean, nine bits to give them forty-five. It sells sells at a hundred dollars, right? So that's a, that's it, a super one-off too, because it's weird. We've actually sold this wine before in not 
too long ago and, and the 08 the 08 well a couple of years ago it went for 45 bucks so that's kind of wild to see yeah. you know seven get bid up that much there, i mean I, I don't know why you know it's obviously pretty rare but it's not crazy rare how did we get the photo <laughs> um you gotta look at the the link in in portal no, no, no. How did we, how did they actually take the photo? Like, how did they oh, stand it up is what I <laughs> want. You're asking where the photo is. Right. No, I, I understand. I know where the photo is. I'm just I think to... Ryan actually has a stand for it because he's our... He's a bully. <laughs> no, because if you look, I was looking at older vintages for, for fun. And if you look at the, the non-vintage, there's a non-vintage designation. It has a little base. It has like a little white base that it's sitting on. <laughs> That's crazy. Then we have this 2010 uh, Herman Geoffrey Javry Chambertin Laveau Saint Jacques nine bid cigar from 75 to 120. Yeah, that's so, a weird one too. That's a pretty limited production wine. I don't think we've ever sold the 10 before. Uh, we have not. That was not the last time we sold. Not in the last 10 years. Well, which would be since release. So, yeah, that's the first and only time we've ever sold it, which is pretty interesting. I thought that was interesting. We saw 11 uh, Drew Hinfacine. I've always heard of this Ficine. <laughs> no one's going to know what you're talking about. Um, okay. no started one. at 25, ended up selling right around 30. So a little bit of movement there. This 15, Dennis Moore, Morte, uh, Jevry Chambertin, Messink Terroir, went from 80, 8 bits to from 80 to 110. Yeah, well, d- d- 15, I'm trying to think. No, I think that was, for lack of a better term, post-mortem vintage from Denis Marte. But I I believe, well, it was a great vintage, but not too surprising there. Those the Denis Marte wines get bit up quite a bit, especially from strong, strong years. And even, even for a village wine, 110 is not too crazy for that. We also had this 95 Monger Muret Sauvigny Le Bon Narbonton. Go from 35, 8 bits. I mean, 35 is criminally cheap for almost any Burgundy from 1995. But but particularly this one. Well, everyone <laughs> agreed with you. Know, like eight people agreed with you to the point where it's now $69 a bottle. <laughs> no, so so you're in you're in good company. Um, and then I'll just mention, you know, quickly a couple of others. This this one I thought was interesting. The 2015 Tosca. Dialmetra, Tanuta, I'm not even going to finish it. This Cabernet Sauvignon, I'm guessing this is where, <laughs> you know, um, San Francesco, which is the sister city to San Francisco in Italy, apparently, is, is what I like to think. This one, <laughs> it's this Sicily, one was from 25 to 37 after eight bids. So a lot. Yeah, it's a, that's a rare one. Rare Sicilian wine. I don't I don't know this label. I'm not familiar with it. I wasn't even aware they made Cabernet Sauvignon in Sicily. Like and I love Sicilian wine. I love Sicilian wine. I didn't know. I mean, yeah, I probably, should be surprised. Probably grows. Probably grows well there. Is this a super Sicilian? Is that what we call this? Like, there's super Tuscan. This is a super Sicilian. Is, I can can know. I call it that? Can I can I say that? You can call it whatever you like. I, no, no one's gonna care. As long as I don't call <laughs> it late for dinner. Care. And then then there was this uh, 2009 Celine at Vincent uh, Durieu. That's what I said. That's what I said exactly <laughs> that way. And this one started at 25, sold for 44. After yeah, it's not bad. I mean, no. anything, anything Duroy vet right now is a big deal. Like the Duroy Chantial wines are going for big money. 
And although this is Ruyi, which traditionally has never been terribly expensive, now, you know, with name associations, things, you know, get noticed and get bid up. So uh, 44, I mean, that's, yeah, it's a great vintage. I wonder how that's drinking. It's probably peaking right about now for Ruyi. I mean, they, they, they last, they don't last for that long. So I would drink that up pretty quick. I mean, interesting thing to me is if you look at the stuff that got the most action this week, not one of the bottles in the top 10, 15 started above $100. Yeah. I mean, I think, well, it's funny because I was looking just for fun at single bottles in the auction last week and how many bids, like and sorting it by bids. Right. And so there definitely were some interesting examples that got multiple bids. Like there was a bottle of O2, Actually, I thought that was it was an interesting deal. In fact, I was on my picks for last week. O2 Cheval Blanc started at 350 and got bid up to 430, uh, which was, you know, that's pretty significant. That's a major leap. And because I think it sold probably not that long ago for less than 300 bucks. So that one was kind of surprising. 79 Pichon Long got bid up from 140 to 170. Let's see what else. 80 that 81 Trotto Noir, you were asking me about that wine. Started at 125, got bid up to 183. That's that's pretty impressive. So you know that you're right. I mean, for the most part, a lot of things in the you know under 100 category, and especially in the, like the 30 to 50 category. But there's a lot of quantity on some of these wines too. You know, like these Walter Scott wines. There's multiple bottles of of a lot of them, which is which is kind of rare to see. Uh, you know, it's hard to find those wines in the first place. So when you see multiple bottles of them, it's kind of you know that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I- it's just, it's so interesting to me how much activity we're seeing at, yeah, at yeah. this segment of, of the market, right? There's just, like I said, I, we keep saying this week after week. It just seems like there's a lot of activity going going on in the sub well, I mean, it's an incredible buyer's market right now. There's an incredible a, buyer's market. We've been, we've been, you know, sort of raving about all these deals week after week after week. And it's not like they're not coming in anymore. There's always interesting things that, like are sort of underappreciated and underpriced, if you will, at auction. And then there are other things. Now all of a sudden I see this 2000 Paul Pio Chesonia Montrachet Grand Rachat that started at 60 and went up to 132. You know, so you're gonna find yeah. you're gonna find the same example in you know in, in Burgundy for things that that seem like relative deals at 60 bucks and get bid well up over you know two times what where they started. So yeah, I agree with you though. Still, there's still a lot of things that kind of pass through that don't, uh, you know, that don't go for very much. Oh, Sinequanon, by the way, there's no one ventriloquist in last week. There was actually a kind of a handful of older Sinequanon. By older, I mean like 20 years old. And the ventriloquist sold for 320. It started at 220, which I think was based on probably recent auction history, or at least within the last year or so. But that's kind of interesting to me to see, you know, to see an older scenic get bid get bid that much. I sure. don't think that was the at the time, I think this was the non-estate wine, you know, when they actually didn't own the vineyards, which, you know, the all the the, uh, the sort of the fancier labels they made were the Eleven Confessions vineyard. And back then I don't think they owned you know, they, they bought fruit, obviously, for some of these wines. And that, this is one of the, the, you know, purchased fruit wines. But still pretty impressive. It got bid over 100 bucks for, you know, for a Sinequanon. You don't see that happening all the time. Well, 
Let's uh, speaking of cynic Winone, let's start talking about some of the heavy hitters and and the weekly winners. Um, sure, sure. Top of the box office this week was uh, ninety eight Domaine Loire, twelve bottle lot OWC, one bid had it sold at thirty thousand eight hundred and forty dollars. Followed by a three bottle lot of 07 Screaming Eagle Cabernet Sauvignon for ninety three thirty. Followed by some eighty seven Jaillet Bone Romani Cro Parento, which by the way. This, you know, the 9310 that sold for is like a 12 month record as far as we can tell <laughs> anywhere. And we've yeah, got that's a serious price for that's a serious price. Um, yeah, that's no joke for an 87 Crow Parent Uh, 2010 Armand Rousseau, Rousseau Charms Chambertine 12 bottle lot sold for 9,000. And then the next three are screaming 2019 Screaming Eagle. These are all three bottle lots and 2020 Screaming Eagle selling for. 7545 uh, 7455 and yeah, that's that's I, that's actually very interesting to me that the 2020 sold for two different prices like like literally it's like 700 well no no i i'm more i'm more surprised that the the 2020 sold for only what less than 100 bucks than the $90. i mean the 19 is like far and away such a stronger vintage that I mean, I don't know. I think 2020, I'm very curious to see where this goes in the long run, just because there's so much controversy around the vintage and there's not a lot of people that made wine in 2020, especially in Napa. There's a lot of producers and winemakers who didn't make any red wine. In the in the end, it may become, you know, extremely sought after, even if it's not the best wine they ever made. But right now, to me, it does not make sense that the 19 only goes for a hundred bucks less. That that to me is strange. I thought one thing I thought was cool, and then we can talk about some of the weekly winners, was this 03 Domaine du Pagau Chateauneuf du Pape uh, Cuvée de Capo 9 liter. Oh, the 9 liter, yeah. So for yeah. $32.95, I, I want to be invited to that party. <laughs> I'll bet you that's going to be absolutely smashingly delicious. But I thought that was interesting to see that. Let's talk about let's talk about some of the weekly winners. I mean, we look, we mentioned the Crow Parento. But uh, walk me through some of the stuff, Paul, that you thought was interesting. Uh, yeah, well, the these Capilano wines are just crazy. This or uh, Otin Fury and Pierre Franco fourteen Barolo, like five eighty, five eighty, crazy. I mean, it's it's really interesting to see because that's obviously been out probably in the market for a few years. So it's not going to be an easy one to replace. But still, the prices on those Capilanos is just it's wild. Did you notice the tw- uh, like you were talking about? We were talking about the tw- the bond last week, twenty fifteen. Yeah, oh, man, bond continues to just just blow blow it away. It, it's wild. These wines are crazy. They're going so for so much more than they ever did before. Uh, yeah, I think last week I was I was just shocked that this it was the second label it was the it was the matriarch. Yeah, it was the matriarch. Matriarch, yeah, like a matriarch went for like. Three hundred bucks a bottle. It was like nine hundred dollars for a three pack of the of the eighteen or something. Yeah, yeah. This week the five bottle horizontal went for twenty two ninety five, which that's amazing to me. That's, that's you, a lot. You notice the hundred acre has seems to be making some movement too. The twenty thirteen few and far between cab sold for seven ninety five. This seven ninety five. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a big right. number for hundred acre for sure. Yeah. Well, and but then the O2 uh, uh, Kaylee Morgan Vineyard Cabernet Sauvignon sold for seven fifty. Yeah, right. that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, yeah, O2 
going for 750 isn't too surprising. It's over 20 years old. So, you know, that's, that's a rare one, but the 13 795, that's a quite a lot of money. That's really impressive to see. So yeah, some of these California Colts that were, I mean, Colgan's another one, right? The, uh, the 01 Carriad hammered at 650 and the 04 Nine Estate Red hammered at 525. These wines have historically gone for, you know, less than mailing list costs in, in recent vintages. And now they're just going bonkers. So yeah, interesting to see Colgan, Bond, Hundred Acre. You know, these are these are wines that were very, very difficult to find, you know, years ago, 20 odd years ago, like almost impossible to find, impossible to get on the mailing list. And then they became, I don't know, I don't want to say like the market was saturated with coal wines. That's not really true. But the auction, you know, the secondary market, they did not perform nearly as well as they were years and years ago. And then now it's like they're having a renaissance. So it's 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 fascinating for me to see this after, you know, after being in this for, for 20 years. So the, anyway. The only other one I want to mention, and then we can wrap up, is that 91 Vegas Sicilia Unico that sold for $900, right? That's, That's high on record, right? The previous high record we was 609 in 2020. And actually, we saw this in 2022, in December 2022, it sold at auction for 535. So the fact, <laughs> the fact that it's, it's wow. like gone up to $900 a bottle in such That's a short period of time, right? And by the way, there was no action in the auction on that. That was one bid. One bid, yeah. Yeah, that was a single bid. So we just, I mean, I think we're just seeing this inch up and up and up. Anything else you want to mention before we wrap up? No, I don't think so. I mean, there were a couple of, there's another, there was a 15 McDonald hammered at 600. Saw that, yeah. Still really strong. McDonald's creeping up and up and up and up and up, I feel like. I I mean, I think we're seeing McDonald at at nearly every vintage just slowly moving higher and higher. It's very successful in the secondary market for sure. Oh, that's that 73 Ruin Hour was very cool. The, The 250th anniversary cuvee. Went for four hundred dollars. Not a crazy number, but still, it's a it's a rare wine. That's a fun one. Uh, Seventeen Judge from Kongsgard for seven eighty is, yeah, that's a steep price for sure. But and seven fifty for the O one Grange. Yeah, that's a lot. I, I noticed that too. So yeah, some of these some of these sort of I want I don't want to say big names, but just kind of names that we've been familiar with for you know years and years and years and starting to break records as it were now it's it's pretty wild it's a it's a crazy market it's crazy out there and with that you heard it here first folks it is a crazy market in the wine world which is why you should keep tuning in to wine bids finally hammer this has been jeff gurn and paul walker wishing you happy bidding and cheers cheers